Warning, this podcast may not be suitable for younger audiences. A gunman was welcome anywhere if he arrived from the battlefields of St. Louis. What's up, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of STL True Crime, exclusively on Underground St. Louis. Get ready to go deep. I'm your host, Sam Catanzaro. Uh, and today we actually have a member of the St. Louis Underground, good friend of mine. Uh, really, I, I was thinking like how to introduce you and stuff, like what kind of specialty of yours. Um, but honestly, I'll just I'll just let your name speak for itself. Uh, Billy Farrow, ladies and gentlemen, everybody Hello. go ahead. Hi. That was the that was the worst anticlimactic hello <laughs> ever, ever. Uh, yeah, so Billy Farrell is joining us. Uh, we are in the studio here. The Viviano kidnappings that took place about oh, wow. 100 years ago. Uh, now, you actually read this art. Go ahead and tell them the story about how you read this art. You didn't even know that I had wrote, written yeah. this. Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I saw this article on Facebook, and I love, you know, learning about history. You know, just, you know, the article really grabbed you. You know, and it mentioned a name that I, you know, I, I went to the uh, Viviano in school, you know, and I saw yeah. the name and I was like, yeah, I got to I got to read this. And I read it and I'm like, wow, I didn't know anything about all this, <laughs> you know, and then you and I are sitting in the bar there, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I was reading this article about the Vivianos, you know, back in the early 1900s. And you're like, yeah, I wrote that. And I was like, what? You know, that's insane. <laughs> yeah. When you when you said it, you started so, you started talking about it at first. I don't think I think you think you thought I was fucking with you. Yeah. When I yeah, said yeah, that yeah. I wrote it. Yeah. And then because I because I usually fuck with you sometimes yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, but no, no. What'd you what'd you think of it? I know it's been a while since you've read it, but I thought it was very good. It was very detailed, you know, and, uh, you know, it told a story and it, it's it's information you really it's it's hard to find. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. can tell there was a lot of research done, you know, which is really cool. And it's nice to see, you know, uh, people writing articles about, you know, St. Louis history because it's not something you can find usually. You yeah. Know? Yeah. One one thing is like that era, too. You know, oh, the, yeah. ni- the 1920s, I think with mob yeah. history or crime history, everybody is focused on prohibition. Pro Well, prohibition, yeah. but like New York and Chicago. Oh, yeah. But you don't yeah. really hear about yeah. St. Louis. Yeah. St. Louis is kind of like one of the cities on the back burner, so to mm-hmm. speak. You know, everybody, like you said, it was always Chicago, New York. Yeah. You know, that's even what all the like the mob movies are usually based on is Chicago and New York. It's it's very rare that there is a St. Louis right. mob film. Right. I don't think we've ever had one, you know. Not there is Meet Me in St. Louis and she whacks those snowmen. But uh when when she uh when she's out there she takes those heads off and stuff like that. But other than that, I don't think we've ever had one. So no guys, okay, so this is all this podcast is gonna be about is the Viviano kidnappings. Uh so just a little background. Uh the Vivianos were one of the richest families, uh Italian families in Saint Louis, uh right. at the time. And uh have you have you been to like any I've been to Vivianos on the hill, but have you yeah. been to like any Viviano places? No, the only place I've been to is the deli on the hill. You know, so yeah, and I mean, like that's and but there's tons of Viviano places oh, around yeah. though, right? Oh, like yeah. there's, I know that there's like they got restaurants and this and that, but I don't think they're all related to one another. That's like a name like my last name, Cat and Zero. There's so many. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, you know? it's it's just, uh, but but you went you went to school with one of them, yeah. at least one. You were pretty good friends with. Yeah, I went to school with uh, Mark Viviano, and my father actually went to school with his. Uh, his uh, great uncle. Okay, so, so like all in the family type yeah, thing. Okay, yeah. 
Cool, cool, cool. Well, uh, no, so guys, when I uh, just kind of give you a little background in St. Louis, when Sicilian immigrants flooded into the United States at the turn of the 20th century, they brought many of their cultures, uh, their, their, their culture and their customs and their traditions with them. Uh, they, they basically, uh, they had a unique language. It wasn't quite Italian. It was Sicilian. It was a different dialect. Right. Uh, they had exotic cooking. Again, it was different from Northern Italian cooking. And of course, uh, they were Roman Catholic. Uh, but one custom actually followed them from the old country, and that kind of stayed hidden in the shadows type thing. And that was, um, it was called, the Sicilians called it Amanu Nura, or in Italian, I think it's La Mano Nera. So you can see the oh, difference okay. between like Sic- Sicilian yeah, and yeah, Italian. Like yeah. Amanu Nura and then La yeah. Mano Nera. Yeah, it's just slightly, but. Yeah, and then yeah. Like, in, like in Spanish, it would actually be uh, La Mano Negro. Negro. Like oh, wow. La Mano Negro, so it's right, it's right. it's very you can see like all those romance languages. Right. Everybody's like very very. Right, similar. that means that means black hand. It means black right. hand, yeah. So the black hand, and the 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 funny thing is, is like the black hand actually like predated. Oh yeah, the mafia. Yeah. Are you familiar with any of the with any of the black hand type? Uh, just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. I haven't done a lot of studying on it, but. You know, are you are you familiar with like any like mob history at all? Like in St. Louis, in St. Louis, the um, the one where the uh, the bombing in 1980, yeah, Highway 55, Jimmy Michaels the, yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, thing yeah, blown yeah. up. I think that's yeah. probably like our one of our greatest stories right. because it was so public. It was right on 55 oh, yeah. and Rivas Barracks, especially yeah. coming from South County, where, where, yeah. we're, where we're both from. Uh, but yeah, no, the Black Hand actually uh, predated uh, the Mafia in America, and basically what it was was it was their um. It was their extortion racket. It was how they would extort uh, fellow Sicilians, Italians, all that kind of stuff. Oh, I didn't. Know. Oh, yeah. Uh, so ori- originating in Sicily, uh, it's centuries ago. I mean, this goes back. It's it's so old and so ancient that some sources say that it uh, it came from when the French conquered Sicily. Right. Uh, other people were saying that no, it goes back all the way to ancient Rome. And they were saying that, no, it goes back even before Rome when the Greeks and the Carthaginians were fighting over the island. So, I mean, this is this is a practice that, you know, is is ancient. It it is an ancient practice. Uh, But, yeah, so uh, it ended up coming over here with the Sicilian immigrants. But then it ended up being practiced amongst gangsters in large American cities, not just Sicilian or Italian. But like the Irish started doing something similar to it. You know, German gangsters started doing Jewish gangsters started doing something similar to it. Uh, but yeah, it predated the mafia here uh, in the U.S. and it sp- inspired many mobsters to use it as a means to make money. Right. And uh, basically, what would happen is, let's say that you are a wealthy businessman. Right. Okay. Like, pick your business. What would you? What would you own? Uh, probably a piano shop. Okay. So let's say you yeah. own a piano shop. That's yeah. perfect because you wouldn't think that a piano shop would get shaken down by right. the, by the black hand. Right. But if the black hand saw that you were like making money with your piano shop. Oh, they do it in a heartbeat. Right. They want a cut of it. Abs- absolutely. And yeah. so what they would do was they would basically send you um, a letter and it would be written in uh, red ink and it would dec- be decorated with like symbols such as uh, daggers or skulls or sometimes like actually oh, wow. black hands like drawn right. and all that. Um, but yeah, these letters are almost always demands for like money or ransom notes. Like, Hey, we have your baby, right? You know, like, Hey, or we have your wife or something like that. Um, and they were, they would be signed Amanu Nora or, you know, La Mano Nera, or right. just sometimes they were just signed in English, the black hand. It depends on who they're trying to shake down right. and who's actually writing it. Um, but yeah, so yeah. And if, and if they didn't get what they wanted, if they didn't get paid, 
They would plant bombs. They would. Oh, yeah. They would. You know. Uh, kidnap children well that was that part of the article with the mm-hmm. Lubianos. yeah so, oh yeah yeah there was, was there was bombings there's multiple right. bombings yeah um and not just uh, not just at viviano owned businesses but um all throughout st louis at the time there oh, were right. oh yeah which is funny because i was listening to this documentary um about um new york city right and with with the mafia and all this kind of stuff and they said that one thing that the five families kind of agreed on was car bombings were taboo. Right. You only do it if you really want to send a message. Right. Because what they were afraid of, and this is this is kind of nice of them, but <laughs> what they what they were afraid of was um uh, reta- uh, uh, uh civilians getting hurt. Right. And uh, and then the retaliation from the actual neighborhood because they blew up a car and some little right. girl that was playing down the street, right. you know, got hit uh cuz New York is, you know, on top of one another. But Saint Saint Louisans back then, they didn't give a they didn't give a fuck. Right. They they were gonna take somebody out. And there we've had tons of car bombings oh, here. I've, I've or heard tons that, of bombings yeah. here. Yeah. It's it's so. it's crazy. And it's we're we're really like the wild, wild west. Oh sure. It's nuts. But yeah, um and they they would go so far as to like dump uh um a body in the street to send a message. Whereas like, oh, you know, like know the the mob would kinda went about things a little bit quieter. Right. Like if they did dump somebody in the street, like it was to send a message, it was this, it right. was that. Um but it was they, they kinda shied away. Usually people would just go missing. But the black hand was like, Nope, we want everybody to fear us. It was definitely right. it was definitely medieval. And then uh, there's this, there's a book and it's called uh, Gangs of St. Louis, uh, Men of Respect by Daniel Waugh. And uh, he's a he's a he's a crime historian here. And the, the cool thing is, is uh, he, he quotes in the book he, about the black hand. He said, unlike their mafia counterparts, black handers had no qualms about killing law enforcement or government officials who got in their way. And if anyone crossed them, the, the penalty was surely death. So they did oh, not so- care. Yeah, so they didn't care if like a police officer was going after them or they got in the no. way of something. They, if you were there at the wrong time, it, if you were there at the wrong time, you you were fucked. Yeah, you oh, were wow. you were, you were getting it. And and uh, remember in the Godfather yeah. when when Michael says like you know we we take out Salazzo and McCluskey both, we right. take them both out. And everybody's like everybody's you cannot gun down a new york city police captain it'd be right. disastrous all the five families would come after you we'd be outcasts all that kind of stuff but the black hand back then before before the rules and stuff like right, that were established they didn't care wow. they, they were gonna do it and uh so that's, yeah so they were really ruthless then they so. were they were and the, these are this is like old country thought this right. is this is old country thought um but yeah so you know, I posted this because Viviano's is a name that's known on the hill. It's just yeah. known all throughout St. Louis. It's, it's it, like I said, it's like my last name, Cat and Zero. Right. You know, people come up to me and they say, "Oh, do you know so and so, Cat and Zero? And it's like, ah, you know, the name maybe, but right. there's so many of us, and I feel like Viviano's are like that. Um, but I posted this on a group in the on um, on on Facebook uh, for the hill. And many people believe that the hill was St. Louis's like only Italian neighborhood. Right. But it but it wasn't. Yeah, it I didn't was, know that. I thought it was the only place because, you know, whenever anybody talked about, you know, if you're going to visit an Italian restaurant or anything like that, you know, you go to the Hill, that was a place to go. Right. You know, and then you were telling me that it wasn't before, you know, beforehand there was another place, you know. Yeah, and that, that was that was uh, right north of downtown that was named Little Italy. Right. Um, and uh, whereas the Hill was kind of a, uh, there's, there's a cool, there's a guy and he does, um, 
he does a bunch of tours on the hill named right. Joey DiGregorio, and he actually came into my work, and him and I started talking to one another, and yeah, it was yeah. it was kind of cool because he's an older guy, and he's a he's a historian, especially of the area. Does he, he own, does he own uh, DiGregorio's the deli? He's related to him. He doesn't own it though. Oh, I know okay. he's related to him. He actually okay. spells his name differently. I think he se- he spells it D E. At the beginning. Oh, instead of D.I. Where I always thought D. Gregorio's was D.I. Right. Back in the day. Uh, but no, they are related. Um, and But he, he does the tours on the hill. Right. So if you ever want to do a tour on the hill, and uh, I think he does tours of like Dogtown and Bevo, oh, all wow. that kind of stuff. Yeah, so um, the ethnic neighborhoods here in St. Right. Louis. So yeah, hit him up, Joey D. Gregorio. But uh, no, so we were talking about uh, Little Italy right. when, when he came in. And I said, yeah, I didn't know that all my family originated in little italy and uh it was basically north of downtown and the hill was a split between sicilians and northern italians or lombards but little little italy even though it had some northern italians there it was predominantly sicilian and it was much larger than the hill at the time so what happened to it so well basically what happened was it was it was downtown it was like on the riverfront right um produce row is still there yeah so produce row yeah. is like the leftover part of little italy okay I and there's a lot of italian merchants yeah. like business like i think mantia's is still down there yeah. uh there, there's a lot of places down there well yeah italians are known known to be always been in business in the produce produce business, yeah you know? well you worked for yeah i worked for uh for dearbrooks for for 10 years and what what were you telling me like in the produce and oh yeah, yeah. all of all the managers were were italian names you know it's yeah. it always hilarious and like the director when he retired if they re- he got, you know, his replacement was another uh, guy of Italian. another Italian. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just it's it's funny because, yeah, yeah, most of them, most of them like just went into produce. Right. Uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. But if you but if you know Sicily, Sicily was actually very um, agricultural sound or agriculturally right. sound. So, yeah, they would have right. known, you know, all that. But yeah, so the this all took place in Little Italy. And that was um that was the neighborhood. The hill was still right. coming up, but Little Italy was like the neighborhood for immigrants. So the Vivianos actually, um, and the, the, the cool thing was, was a lot of criminals, a lot of famous Italian criminals from right. St. Louis came out of Little Italy. They didn't really come out of the hill. Oh, okay. They came out of Little Italy because uh, of the Sicilian influence right. there. Right. Uh, but not all Sicilians that came out of this area obviously were criminals. So the cool thing was was a lot of them were hard working. A lot of them worked in clay mines. The hill oh, yeah. it was like all clay mines. Yeah. You can check out um the hill America's last little Italy by Joey Paleo uh here in St. Louis. It's a great great documentary that kind of tells you. But a lot of them worked in the clay mines uh and uh became fruit merchants. Like we said, right. produce. A lot of them right. worked in produce and uh and or they opened up their own shops and their own oh, restaurants. Yeah. 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 So so get this. So probably the most wealthy uh were the Viviano brothers at the time. So they came over and their names were I'm gonna hit you with a speed round here. The Viviano brothers names were Giovanni, Giuseppe, Pietro, Salvatore and Vito. They immigrated to St. Louis from Palermo, Sicily, along with their cousins. Now, here's their cousins' names. You ready? Gaidano, Pietro, Salvatore, and Vito. So same. three, yeah, yeah, it was almost the same, yeah. just names. And I actually wrote, the funny thing is, is, so get this, I don't know if I told you this at the bar. I actually put this article on Reddit, okay? Don't go on Reddit if you... Um, oh, you did tell if, me about yeah. that. Yeah. Don't go on Reddit if you aren't easily offended 
Right. Does that make sense? Because yeah. everybody on Reddit gets easily offended yeah. over that. They're ready everything. to judge, ready to. They're ready to judge. They're ready right. to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking A. Fucking guys. But uh, they. Uh, I, I posted in the article, I said something after I, after I wrote that. I said, right. um, Italians have this thing about naming everyone the same. And I got called racist on Reddit. <laughs> they go, This author is racist. Uh, he says that all Italians are named the same. We're named after our grandfathers and grandmothers. I'm like, so that means we're all named the same. Like, and, right. That's and ex- I, and that's I, exactly the same thing. Exactly. And yeah. I try to get on there to like defend myself. I would have just um, told him, be like, man, we like keeping it simple. Right. And, <laughs> but like, like, like my family, the funny thing is, is like everybody in my family is either named Sam or right. named Phil. We all got the middle name George. Yep. Like, it's, it's crazy. So it's like, I get it. And it's like in Goodfellas. You know, like, oh, and they named all their daughters Marie, and everybody was <laughs> named Peter and Paul, and they're going around and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, dude, get the fuck out of here. That's yeah. not racist. That's the truth. They all, we yep. all, we, we like tradition. We like, yep. you know, keeping names uh, the same. It's uh, it's like a, my big fat Greek wedding when, yeah, he, when yeah. he goes around introducing, he goes, and we have Nick and Nikki and Nico and Nick and Nikki <laughs> and Nico and I am Gus. <laughs> and, he goes, and he goes on. So anyway, uh, the Vivianos, they started a pasta company. Yeah. And uh, they, yeah. they quickly became St. Louis's uh, most prosperous Sicilian right. family at the time. And uh, they had a bunch of shops along Biddle Street. And that was like the main drag. Right. Oh, little, little, yeah, little. I read in the article it said that there was an explosion there. Yeah, and that they they didn't want any they didn't say anything about it, so they didn't even hear it, right? Didn't even feel it. Oh, well, yeah, they yeah they got so they the black handers actually targeted the Vivianos. Right. And here's right. the, here's the thing, just kind of just kind of backing up. The reason why I didn't put this in the article, but the reason why the Vivianos uh, were able to prosper with the uh, pasta company was one, there were so many of them, they worked together. But they actually purchased at the World's Fair this pasta making machine. Oh, wow. That was like state of the art at the time. Right. And it was actually from Italy. And it came to the World's Fair and they were selling like pasta. So it was actually like, uh, what would you call it? Um, uh, True, you know, like true, true Italian pasta. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and so they they started making it that way. Right. So it was something else that nobody had. And I mean, their business just skyrocketed. Um, But yeah, I mean, they were, like you said, the bombing. Um, they were the perfect target for the black hand. I mean, they were from the old country. Uh, they would have definitely heard of Amanu Nura or La Mano Nera. And uh, um, they would have been terrified. Right. And, uh, and they were wealthy, too. And right. the black hand really only went after people that were wealthy. Right. Because um, that's how they knew they were going to get money. Right. You know? Well, it makes sense. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, if, if you were a criminal... Who would you target? Would you target some the you homeless know, guy at the shelter? Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But you you would target somebody that you knew. Like, oh well, sure. Had, yeah, had the money. Yeah, you know, and you uh, need to make it worth your while. Oh, I know absolutely. it sounds horrible to say, but I mean, it's it's the truth from a practical know? standpoint. Right, that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, so like like you were saying, uh, in nineteen, so this happened in nineteen oh nine, January sixth. Oh, wow. Uh, and members of the Black Hand, they exploded a bomb. That wrecked the store and spaghetti factory of the Vivianos, um, and this was the second mysterious explosion in the right. articles I was reading from 1909. Mysterious explosions, oh, like this and that. <laughs> ah, it's like, huh? Uh, and the law enforcement knew um, 
They knew who it was. It was. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, knew, yeah. they knew that the Vivianos had had previous threats made by the Black Hand. Remember, we were talking about those letters right. and stuff that were given uh, to them and all that kind of stuff. So, But this was the second explosion to occur at that factory. And uh, the Vivianos straight up denied right. the explosion. That was that was what you were right. saying. Yeah, they said denied, and the guy lived right above, mm-hmm. right above the the factory. And this, you know, Vito like, Vito Viviano. Yeah, yeah. He their their rooms were right above the factory. Because right. I mean, back then you didn't have like your business, and then you right. go to right. you'd go home. Yeah, a lot of people lived right above their business. Yeah, you know? and they would come. It was their yeah. it was their lives. Um, but yeah, so Vito Viviano was actually quoted stating to law enforcement, uh, it was no black hand work. The gas pipe exploded. Right. That's what he said. So no black hand work, but the gas pipe exploded. Okay. And this is the second explosion here. Right. And, uh, and, and he, he even went on to deny that he didn't even hear it. Uh, and like we said, he slept upstairs right above the factory and, uh, the blast was said to shake, uh, storefronts across the street right. and down the street. So can you imagine... Sleeping through that, I mean, you'd have to be dead, <laughs> you know, to sleep through that. Dead or a really, really drunk night. Oh, my God. I mean, do you blame them, though, for lying? We, uh, No. I mean, if you got somebody like that, I mean, you can't fight them. I mean, let's, let's be honest, yeah. especially being one, you know, like one family, you can't fight them, you know. And if, if you do, you're going to have to, you know, go the same route as what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know. And, I mean, then it's just a, it's an all-out war, Yeah, you know. That's just that's crazy. I was when I was when I was looking this up, I was reading and there was a family that actually stood up to um, some of the black handers and the mafia guys here in St. Louis. And um, they were uh, what they did was their businesses. They didn't want them shaken down. So they built a wall around their business with barbed wire and they were all armed like and it was it was another Sicilian family. Oh, Oh, yeah. And there was like a whole big thing. But it was basically like, we're going to kill you if you come after us. Right. Like one of us is dying. It's going to be a bloody war. And they were left alone. But like you got a peaceful family like the Vivianos, like hardworking. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not really. They look at it as easy prey. Exactly. 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 It's it's well, it's like a predator, you know, in in the uh, in the in the jungle or something like that. Like when you're watching like, you know, nature channels or something like that. You don't see a lion go after the biggest, toughest wildebeest in the herd. Right. He you goes see, after, like, the little kid or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. He goes after a sick one. He goes after an older one, right. you know, the younger one. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's what that's what predators do. They prey right. on the weaker. Um, but, yeah, so they, they preyed on the, the Vivianos. And the 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 funny thing was, was uh, the, the cops knew. Oh, sure, yeah. They knew. Yeah. They just, uh, the Vivianos uh, were, were actually seen, certain ones were seen actually uh, writing checks around town and, and giving oh, wow. cash yeah, to yeah. known black hand associates or black right. handers. Um, and, uh, I mean, they had them scared, man. I can't even, I can't even imagine. Well, I mean, I would be scared too if it was something like that, you know, cause I mean, it's, it's literally your life and not just, you know, your life, but your life or your whole family, yeah. you know, that's, that's huge. You Can know? you imagine leaving, um, a country like let's let's say you leave America to get you know to get away from like all the crime right. or like and this, you go that, back and then you go to another one and it's ten times worse and it's ten times yeah. or it follows you like the the people oh, that's like true too. this was yeah, going yeah. on in Sicily and it followed them over right. and and it's like oh shit you know that, that's why I'm saying this thing was ancient this thing went with the people like right. it was and it's and still today in certain areas of America this is going on oh sure um certain stuff like this so um. But yeah, I mean, they were they were scared. So getting into the actual kidnapping, so that's what was going on with the Black Hand and the Vivianos. There right. were other shit 
that was there was other stuff that was going on up to these kidnappings. So later that year, January 1909, five-year-old uh, Tom Viviano and uh, two-and-a-half-year-old Grace Viviano were abducted from the family home by childhood friend of the Vivianos, Sam Teresi. And Teresi uh, had grown up with the Viviano brothers in Sicily, immigrated to America with them, knew the family really well, but he was suspected of having ties with black hand extortion. Um, First of all, let's just go on like that. Like, how evil is that? Like, you and I, how long have we known each other? Fucking over 12 years, 13 years? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Imagine, you know, us growing up together. You have a family. And I kidnap your kids, like somebody that's trusted, knows your family, right. has eaten with, knows multiple well, members of your family. I would feel pure betrayal. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I would feel. Pure betrayal. Would you feel like? Would you feel uh, fear because they could get to you anywhere? Like it was your, you know, it was a best friend of yours that got to you. Uh, I, I, like the black hand, like they 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 hit you where it hurts. You I know. I mean, at at first, yeah, but afterwards, I assume you get used to because like it's 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 now it's part of life. You know what I mean? Right. You know, if you're living in that, it's part of life. You can't change it. So yeah, you got to get used to. It. But yeah, I mean, at first, I would definitely because there's, there's nothing you can do. No, you know, it's 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 fucked. It's fucked up. Uh, it re- it really is. But yeah. So anyway, uh, Sam Teresi, uh, he took the kids. Okay, they disappeared from St. Louis and a black hand ransom note was later sent to Pietro Viviano and his cousin also named Pietro Viviano. But that's racist. (laughs) Can't say you can't say two Italians were named after each other. Reddit. Uh, (laughs) So, so, uh, yeah, but the uh, and and this note, this black hand note, and we and we know what a black hand note is. The law, law enforcement would know what a black hand note is because it's right. it's how they do it. They they want to strike fear into you when they right. send it. You know, right. they're not printing it out on Xerox paper. Right. They're, they're making it scary, and uh, it was demanding twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, back then that's a lot of money. What would you What do you think that would be? I'm not an uh, an economist at all, but what would you think twenty five thousand dollars back in 1909, over a hundred years ago? What do you think that that would equate to today? I'd say probably hundred grand. Hundred grand. Hundred grand, maybe a little bit more. Okay. Twenty-five, something like that. That's so. That's a lot of fucking money. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of fucking money. Uh but yeah. So this is what's scary as well. So you have a five-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old that were abducted. This right. wasn't like a teenage kid that was abducted. Right. This was a five-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old right. abducted. Yeah, they're still babies. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, by not the nicest people, right? <laughs> you know, not the most caring uh, people. But yeah, they were abducted. And two months later, the children were rescued. But right. they were not in St. Louis and uh, in St. Louis anymore. They were all the way in Chicago. So does that that make you think that maybe there was ties from St. Louis to Chicago then? With the oh, probably. Hand? Yeah. 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 No, doing doing as much research that I have been on all this right. kind of stuff. Um. Oh yeah. It, it was like St. Louis, Chicago, KC, Detroit, right. Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? Like Milwaukee, everybody like right. in the Midwest, all the Sicilian. Hey, you got to understand like you could have a family that moves here. Right. You know what I'm saying? You could move here, but your brother right, might right. live up in Detroit. Right. Or you might have a cousin that lives in Chicago. Right. And you know everybody up there. Like, every, you know, you're, right. you're all family and this and that. Hey, you know, hey, you know. Right. 
Sam Teresi. I got this. Uh, it's me here. We're gonna come up here and do this. Right. So yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. But uh, yeah. So anyway, shout out to St. Louis uh, police captain Shop or Shop. Uh, but uh, in this article, it said, uh, "quote He was on the heels of the kidnappers when they left the children in the streets of the Italian Quarter of Northern Chicago." Uh, he and his assistants were closing in on Sam Teresi and Sam Teresi's companion, uh, Benedetto Mar- Marghese. Uh, freaking zip name right there. Uh, the two, the two plaque handers, uh, they, they, they had become fearful of law enforcement and abandoned the children. Uh, and Teresi actually eventually fled back to uh, Sicily and was never tried for his crimes. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. He, he, they never got him. They found the children. They abandoned the children. So thank God, law enforcement find them right, right. after they were abandoned. Um, right, because who knows what who knows what would have happened? Right, so. seriously, seriously, yeah. and uh, yeah, but no, Teresi was never tried. This Marghese, I don't know if he was he was never tried for this particular crime. Right. Um, but yeah, and uh, but yeah, they, so they brought the children back to the uh, the parents, but um, even though the Vivianos were grateful for them being back and they thanked right. the the police captain. Apparently, and this is multiple articles, and this is right. in the book by Daniel Wah, they offered no help to law enforcement to find their own children. Oh, really? Yeah. Can you imagine that? Your kids are taken, okay? Offered no help so, well, that, whatsoever. That That's what law enforcement that was That tells saying. you how scared they were, yep. though. Yeah, and and it was because they were frightened by the threats of the kidnappers to kill them or their children. Right. They were and they were afraid to be seen talking to policemen. That was that was a quote from from the article by law enforcement. They didn't wow. they didn't even they said fuck it. Right. That like well, I, I mean, mean I guess at that point though you're you're more worried about the life of your children versus And they probably had know. I mean we're talking this is 1909 Catholic families, right. you know, they're they're they had tons of other children. Right. You know, and um, and it wasn't just, you know, it was Pietro's son and the other Pietro's daughter. Right. But you also had all the other brothers with kids and this and that. And it was it was a big family. So what do you do? You're seen talking to police. You got to weigh the fact. Hell, OK, something might happen to Tom and Grace. But oh, then, that's true, too. I never thought about but it then that way. Yeah. Something could happen to them. We might not get right. them back. But what if then everything else happens? You know, do we cut our losses? OK, we lost right. two. And it's it's a. Uh, you know, it's hindsight's twenty twenty. Then you right. know you don't really like to judge history through right. modern day eyes. I mean, it's just a guessing your... game at that point. Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. So yeah, uh, but yeah, it, you know, even though the black handers, uh, they they weren't caught. The story has um, a happy ending. It really, right. did. you know, right. Tom and Grace they were returned safely safely right. to the Viviano family, and the Vivianos they continued on. Uh, with their uh, successful business, right? So yeah, and and we and we see that here today. I don't know all the Vivianos in St. Louis. They're related to this whole family. This was right. a huge family. Oh yeah, I, sure. I imagine. I imagine so. Uh, I actually had on on Facebook. I had a couple of um, of uh, people commenting saying that oh, this was like Grace was their grandmother, great grandma, or something like oh, that. Oh wow! Or, so there's people actually. Yeah, knew, yeah. Knew I had people, yeah. I had somebody else uh, comment saying that. Uh, they uh, thought that um, there was another story, like the kids went to Chaminade or Viani or something, right. and uh, a priest had to go in and like grab a gun because guys came up asking for the kids. Oh, it, it was it was something wow. like I'm paraphrasing. Wow. It was on Facebook right. a comment right, that I read, right. 
But uh, yeah, so this wasn't apparently this wasn't the first time that somebody tried to come after right. the family. Right. Um, but yeah, no, it just it just goes to show you that there's you know virtually no kind of black hand stuff going on in St. Louis nowadays, and the Vivianos are uh, right, are prospering. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, business, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, not all stories that involved Amanu Nora or La Mano Nera uh, had a happy ending. Uh, I mean, these guys were cold-blooded ki- criminals who only murdered and stole to enrich their own life. Right. You know? Right. Um, and, uh, no, it's a life of crime. It's exactly what Yeah. It is. So this is... So I got called racist twice on Reddit. Okay? One was for saying that Italians name each other after one another. The second one was because there's a line in this article that I said. And this is... This is and tell me, tell me if you think that this is uh, racist. I said some ways... It was in their blood. I go, Sicily is the, considered the most conquered place in the world. Most Sicilians had to look after one another because no one else was going to look after them. However, there were some Sicilians that took this as an opportunity to prey upon their own and benefit themselves. Hence, that is why traditions such as the Black Hand go back centuries, if not millennia, and eventually found their way across the Atlantic to America, giving us fascinating stories such as this one. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily call that racist, you know, you, you got to look at the reality of it. Like, it's just like anything else, you know, after so many years of doing the same thing, so mm-hmm. to speak, you know, whether it's culturally, you know, or genetically, it's eventually going to become part of you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, it's just, just like anything else, you know, it's, I mean, take, take for instance, you know, uh, you know, being lighter skin, you're more, you know, uh, you can get hurt more by the sun than if you're darker skin. Right. You know? So it's just things like that, you know, that doesn't make it racist. That just means that's that's the truth. That's yeah. what happened, you know. And after so many years it's gonna become part of it, you know. Fucking Reddit, man. Fucking Reddit. <laughs> man, if you guys are sensitive, you go on Reddit, man, and uh yeah, yeah, that that's for all the sensitive people out there. Yeah, that's where but, you go to hash out your feelings. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. But uh no, so yeah, I, I do think that it that's sort of in the in the in the culture. I, I right. really do. I think I think it's in the culture to either look after each other, right? Or it's in the culture to you're on, you're on one, one yeah, side or the other, yeah. Exactly. Um. So yeah, I mean that that's why they, a lot of the times they call the mob a subculture, right? Because they they do have their own traditions, they do have their right. own their own ways and all that kind of stuff. But well, after like I said, it goes back again. After so many years of doing those same traditions, it becomes normal. You know, it's it's not anything new. You know, it's, yeah. There's nothing created or anything like that. It's the same things they've been doing for so many years. So yeah, yeah you know. Then when it comes to normal, then it's 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 part of it. Yeah. So anyway, that that's the story of the Viviano kidnappings. Fuck, over a hundred years ago. Yeah, that's that's insane. We're coming up on twenty twenty one, um, and this was nineteen oh nine. So it's crazy. It, what's what's crazy is if you ask people about Vivianos, this story is not what they talk right. about. They talk about the successful businesses, right? You know, the uh, food, exactly, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So it's really cool that this family went through that, but this did not destroy them. Hey, Bill, thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having Seriously. me. Seriously, thank you guys for listening to another episode of STL True Crime. You can listen to us on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to visit our website, undergroundstl.com, for our other shows and podcasts that take you deep into a street-level view of the greater St. Louis area. 